everybody, welcome to our podcast uh, for today and going over Galatians 6. I uh, wanted to focus on verses 7 to 9. I think those uh, really stuck out for me. And I think first we see um, uh, the inexorable law that we reap what we sow. As it says in verse 7, whatever one sows, that he will also reap. Uh, I think what we also can see is that from the first part, it says, do not be deceived. And it, it teaches us that this is something that you actually can be deceived about. And uh, because I think in small ways or you know short periods of life, it, it's true, though, that we can think we can get around this um, shortcuts that we take, uh, even not studying very much for your finals and then playing all week and somehow still getting an A. Like in short stints, I think we experience this. So then we can think, oh, but maybe this can also apply to rest of life. And but when it comes to uh, more important things like our character or maturity, um, the fact is life teaches us that there actually are no clear shortcuts. And I think when we really play this out in the long term of our lives, it's pretty clear that our choices really do have consequences, which I think this passage is also teaching us that whatever we do, whatever we sow, we will eventually reap. Maybe not, like I said, in that short term, but eventually. And part of this passage is also uh, signaling um, how this relates to God and that God is not mocked. He is not He is not unaware or he's not fooled by how we can uh, try to take shortcuts either in our lives or in our own uh, relationship with him because God is the one who sees what's on the inside and he's able to see underneath. Um, and what does that uh, tell me? I thought about how, so what is God looking for? I think it's just authenticity. It's that he wants a genuine relationship with him, that the gospel, it has to be something that is personal. It has to be something that I've personally come to really understand and am convicted by, not something I simply do out of motion or uh, because everyone else is doing it. And I think sometimes, uh, you know, growing into our church and being part of it and the community and all the great benefits that we have, there's it's easy to just go along with what everyone else is doing, but at the same time, not having that kind of personal conviction or clarity of why I'm here and what it means uh, to be a Christian. And this passage in Galatians is uh, so much about Apostle Paul saying, what is the gospel really? What does it mean to be a Christian? What is it? Is it about following these rules or doing these things or outwardly looking like a Christian? No, it's about a genuine relationship through the fact that Jesus came, died for our sins, took our place, and that that is that we're saved by grace, saved by the cross of Jesus, that that has to be personal, has to be something that you and I, each of us, is clear on. And um, not only that, but that we see what is the consequence of not believing that is 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 death and hell and it's eternal separation from God or it is eternal life, as it says in verse eight, because it's saying it's these consequences, these choices are huge, they're impactful. It's it's not just about getting a grade on a test; it's about our eternal lives, and so the choice and what we invest in um, really matters because it's going to have eternal weight. So then I think one question or application is, then what am I investing in? And how am I building up this life that, that God has given to me? Um, and if I'm going to sow, then it's going to require time, money, effort, energy uh, that I'm going to need to invest in the things that God wants. And so just how how have I been uh, doing that? Um, so I think that's one, one manner of application. Uh, secondly, I thought about how um, this process, though, um, is something that takes time. Uh, we don't suddenly become a Billy Graham or Mother Teresa. Um, no, it takes years of spiritual discipline. Obeying God uh, will necessarily reap re fruit, 
Um, but it doesn't mean that we're going to suddenly get a good job. No, not necessarily. Or if you follow Christ, you're going to avoid calamities that happen to everybody. No, that's not true. And there's no guarantees about that. Um, and, you know, sometimes the reward is not something we even see in this world or a good life, uh, a, a good spouse or kids or a nice home or healthy body. None of that is actually promised. Uh, I think the only thing that's really promised, though, is that we are promised this uh, extravagant life um, after our death, the eternal life with Christ, that even when our bodies stop functioning on this earth, that we will be with the risen Christ uh, in heaven with him, at home with him, and that's where we really belong. And so I think it, it just brings into sharp clarity what um, what our choices are about, eternal life. And of course, this process, though, is going to take time and not something that happens instantly. Um, uh, thirdly, I was thinking about how, what does this uh, sowing look like? We need to understand, um, I think, specifically with God's word in our lives. One of the, from uh, Luke or, or Mark and, and Luke 8, talking about the parable of the sower and just the power of uh, the seed of God's word that gets planted into our hearts, which I think is also being related to here. And, um, you know, if we don't sow God's word now, when the time of harvesting comes, when you need to reap the fruit, uh, to feast on it, to be strengthened on it, right, to feed others with it, you're not going to have anything. When times of trial come, when maybe your friends leave you or, or family and, and lost your their faith or to pursue other opportunities or someone you know who um, was a Christian and says, no, I don't, I don't believe in that anymore. When things get tough uh, after you graduate, let's say, for the seniors, um, how are you going to hang in there? How are you going to uh, be a person who is strengthened and with able to stand and be convicted and have the kind of power and wisdom you need? Um, you're not going to have that if you don't have God's words, if you have not been sowing in God's word so that you can reap it at that time of harvest. So we need to be equipped every day with God's word um, because we're bombarded by so many things in the world, even just in our daily life, so many unholy ungodly things, um, violent sexual images, tempting images, just the materialism of our day. And unless we're armed with God's word, that stuff is going to uh, get into our hearts and our lives. And as we are you know, in this online world, which is just a reality, um, so many things are going to come at us even more. And we need to carve out that space and time uh, to have God's word um, really deeply delving into our hearts and, and, and growing and being rooted in there. So it's one of those ways we need to uh, sow into the spirit and we need to decide that's a choice that we get we don't have to be passive and we can make concrete decisions about god's word dt and you know doing it with your friends or uh, coming up with a reading program or just some way memorizing verses that you're going to challenge yourself to really grow and um, last thing i uh, just in verse nine wanted to note that he says um uh, that you know, do not give up in, in doing good and, and grow weary in doing good and, and just thinking about um, uh, you know why that happens uh, because again we don't see the immediate fruit of the obedience and um, we're sinners you know when we sin we don't um, that's that's something that that happens that hinders us right uh, when we try to go against our our sinful lives we experience like friction obstacles difficulty right of course like it's like an obstacle course like by default it's going to be hard and difficult and living a life against our sinful nature is going to be hard it's not going to be smooth and easy and this world has fallen so as we try to obey we will experience that friction and obedience will be hard 
Uh, it'll take a long time. And like I said, uh, sometimes it's not something you, you, what you sow now, you don't necessarily reap in like this year. It might be in your 30s or much later. Um, but, you know, why do we need to do that now? Because we're convicted that the gospel is true. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's part of this process where we become closer to God, more fit for heaven, as C.S. Lewis says. So it really takes that kind of daily dailiness um, that I've been talking about in the DTs and I think applies uh, to all of us and myself included. So, all right. Hope that was uh, just blessing uh, you. And I was really blessed through this DT time as well. So, all right. See you guys tomorrow. Bye.